That's the thing about book clubs and why I think that they are so amazing. There is a shift in responsibility from the teacher to the student. The teacher becomes the facilitator. And there's a level of ownership that the student has to take on in order for the book club to be successful. This doesn't remove the accountability that the teacher has for student learning. You are still planning and guiding students every step of the way, but the real heavy lifting of the learning falls on the student. Hi there, I'm Carolyn Wall, your host of the Middle School Cafe podcast a podcast specifically for secondary ELA teachers looking to close the achievement gap. I'm a 20-year veteran teacher who still loves being in the classroom. Tune in each week as I reflect on my own teaching experience to bring you lesson plans, strategies, and stories that will help you develop your students as readers and writers. So grab your notepad, a cup of coffee, and join me each week as we dive into all things ELA. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm excited that you're here today as I'm going to be talking about something I absolutely love. If this is your first episode with me, you're in for a treat. I'm Carolyn and I'm the host of the Middle School Cafe podcast where we talk about all things ELA. Today we'll be talking about book clubs. If you are the kind of teacher that loves hearing students engage in authentic conversations about books and life, then today's episode is for you. Book clubs are one of those things that all students can be successful with, no matter their reading level. It is something that I wished my teachers would have done when I was in school. See, I struggled to learn to read because I couldn't see well. I mean, we didn't know I couldn't see well, and it wasn't until the fourth grade when I got my first pair of glasses. But by then, I was already behind, and I struggled for many years to catch up. Book clubs would have helped me to find the success that I needed to stay motivated. I love telling my students that story because they are convinced that all ELA teachers love reading and that it comes so easy for them. For me, it did not and struggled for a long time, but now I love reading. I have used book clubs in my class for several years, even through the pandemic and online teaching. I found book clubs to be a great way to level the playing field for struggling readers as well as challenge my high readers. Because students are not sitting together to read the book or taking turns reading the book out loud, groups can be created based on student interests and not based on reading ability. This means that students of all levels can work successfully together in the same group. Students who don't normally work together may find themselves in the same group and discover that they have things in common. Before we get into the how to plan and facilitate book clubs, let's talk about what a book club actually is. A book club is a small group of three to four students who read the same book. Then they meet together to discuss the specific aspects of the book, about the plot, about the life lessons learned through reading the book. This might sound similar to literature circles, but it's different. I've seen the term literature circles and book clubs being used interchangeably, but they really are different. In literature circles, you still have small groups and everyone is reading the same book. But in a literature circle, everyone has a specific role and the group discussions are dependent on each person completing their role. With book clubs, it doesn't matter if someone is absent on the day of the discussion. The book club discussion can continue. The conversation is dependent only on the students who are in the group that day. 
because everyone brings their own experience and their questions to the group. I like to think of book clubs as that real world experience for my students. In the quote unquote real world or non-school world, if you are part of a book club, you'll read the same book, but no one has roles. There's no summarizer or question keeper or leader. Everyone brings their own life experiences to the group, and the book club is about the reading and enjoying the book. Book clubs in your classroom can be that experience for your students. That doesn't mean that you don't teach and assign academic tasks throughout the unit, but the academic tasks are individual, and the group becomes about the book itself, the plot, and the lessons learned. When you're planning your book club, you are being intentional with what you want your students to learn. You'll plan with the standards in mind. Book clubs are not just simply go find a book to read and then meet with a bunch of students to talk about it. Book clubs are intentional. You'll create mini lessons that guide your students through learning and practicing the standards. You'll choose books for your students that will provide the opportunities for them to practice their new skills. And you'll continue to support students through the reading process as you normally would. You are purposefully and with intention facilitating the learning throughout the entire unit. That's the thing about book clubs and why I think that they are so amazing. There is a shift in responsibility from the teacher to the student. The teacher becomes the facilitator and there's a level of ownership that the student has to take on in order for the book club to be successful. This doesn't remove the accountability that the teacher has for student learning. You are still planning and guiding students every step of the way, but the real heavy lifting of the learning falls on the student. So why are students so willing to take on this ownership? Because they're accountable to their peers. From the very beginning of the unit, students are making choices, not only choices that affect them, but choices that affect their peers. A student can make promises to me all day long and not bat an eye when they break those promises. But to look bad to their peers brings on a whole new level of commitment. It's different than some of the issues that you might see with group work because for a book club, the students are doing the majority of the planning for their discussion. Students have choice right from the beginning. Yes, their choices are from the options that I give them, but they still have choice in what book they want to read for the book club. Once the groups are created, they then create their own reading plan. I let the students know a few of the dates, like discussion dates and the end of the unit date, so they know the guidelines to create their plan, but the students then get to create their own reading plan. Students get to decide how much they read between the book club discussions so everyone knows what part of the book everyone has read when they create their questions. This allows my more advanced readers to work ahead if they want to, and it provides some security for my slower readers. Everyone agrees to only discuss the portion of the book that they've agreed to in their plan by that date. Students are not reading together, so it's okay if some work ahead and some stick to the plan. Trust me, if somebody is not doing what they need to be doing for the group, they're going to let me know. And students will hold each other accountable in a way that you as the teacher just can't. All of the work for the book club discussion is done ahead of time, so students are prepared for the group. Because I, the teacher, am supporting readers through a workshop method, all students are prepared on discussion day. 
For my slower readers and readers with individual plans, doing the work before the discussion takes place takes away the pressure of being put on the spot. Book clubs truly allow all students to be successful when I've done the planning ahead of time and I'm supporting students through the reading process. It's not more work to support students through the reading process because I would still be doing that whether it was an individual choice reading book or a book for book club. Before I end today, I want to talk to those of you who are exclusively teaching whole class novels or work in districts that won't let you offer choice reading. One of the things that stood out to me with whole class novels is that students didn't actually need to read the book to pass the unit. There were plenty of teacher-directed lessons, whole class discussions that carried students through the unit without having actually read any of the book. By moving whole class novels to a book club format, you are holding students accountable for reading the book, you're holding them accountable for doing their own thinking and developing their own ideas. You are inviting your students to participate in reading a whole class novel in a totally different way. Remember that book clubs are a strategy for teaching reading. You can absolutely do book clubs with whole class novels. If you try this approach with whole class novels, I think that you will be surprised at the level of in-depth conversation that your students will have. If this sounds like something that you would like to investigate a little further, I'll link to a blog post that's all about using book clubs with whole class novels. All right, I hope that I've got you thinking about book clubs. And if you would like to try book clubs with your class, just know that it does take some planning ahead of time in order to be successful. I'm definitely not gonna lie about that. It does take some work. It is not one of those things that you can decide Sunday night that you want to do on Monday morning. There's definitely some prep work that needs to be done. Next week, I'm gonna take a deeper dive into how to plan and set up your book club But if you can't wait until then, you can download my free book club planning sheet that will walk you through everything that you need to think about before you introduce book clubs with your students, what you should be doing and thinking about during book clubs, and even some areas to reflect on after your book club unit is over. I'll put a link to that free resource in the show notes. So head over there and grab that. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for being here. If you know any other ELA teachers that are interested in getting started with book clubs, please share this podcast episode with them. And don't forget about the Facebook group, Secondary ELA. This week, I'll be sharing a few books that I use as book club choices for my students, as well as our weekly discussions. I hope to see you over there. There's a link in the show notes if you're not already in the group. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, have a great week.